0: Welcome to the Lake Washington Poetry Club podcast. This is our summer edition. This is episode six and is the start of a new series of poems from our eighth Poetry Slam, which was held on May 31st, 2016. So with this new series of poems, we'll have some from our open mic portion and some from the actual slam competition. The first one is from our open mic and it's from our host, Abby Stapleton.
1: It's a very cliche, like, last senior, last senior poem, so just be prepared for that. It's called Reflections. Here's to the nights gone by, the hours spent studying, because if you didn't get at least a B on that next test, you might die. Here's to the weekends lost, because that project needed to get done, and isn't that paper due Sunday at 11.59? Here's to, here's to the class you took to challenge yourself. Ha! Because colleges want you to be good at things you aren't. Here's to the kids like me that make the ones like you look good. You're welcome. My 53 makes your 85 look like a 95. Here's to the kids who thought that 85 wasn't good enough, I would, when I would have killed for at least a 60. I'm sorry that's how you see the world, because striving for perfection is a sickness, and you have it. Here's to the kids who seem to have it all. You do two sports, three clubs, a part-time job, and still manage to have close to or all A's. I don't know how you do it, but congrats-a-freaking-lations. <laughs> You're a parent's wildest dream, and most universities, too. Here's to the kids that never feel good enough. Not everything clicks, and despite what everyone around you says, it's okay. It's okay to have a C in math. It's okay to fail a test. It's okay to put your happiness and health above your schoolwork. You won't get picked for everything you want, and because of this, after a while, you'll break your damn heart. But Oh, sorry, you won't be let into that club or get a lead or get picked for that event. You'll put your all into things, but don't expect to get much back. I learned that the hard way, but it makes for the best poems. Here's to you, underclassmen. Remember to look around you, that there's more to school than just school, that the things inside this building have the potential to make memories that will last forever. Take advantage of those opportunities for as long as you can, because sooner than you think, you'll be a week or two away from graduating, wondering where all that time went. You'll be excited to go, but nervous to leave. The next chapter is exciting, but don't let that take away from the one you're in right now, because this one's pretty good too, if you let it be. So here's to you, dear student, make it last. Thank you.
0: Our next poem is from Jesse Heitloff.
2: Jesse Heitloff, and uh, the name of my poem is, I wrote this after seeing my first poetry slam, so let's do this. (laughs) You boast about that wild party last night, but no, really, you should have been there. The bass was beating relentlessly, rattling the bones of the babes and bodies that want to live in the clouds while their minds were left behind. People popping precious pills, plunging overboard into a playland of wonders, you say. You say with night comes the sweet nectar of go- the gods for the low price of a few bucks a pop. Those fantastical feels, oh, you should have danced with us under the spinning stars that seem to shine, especially for us. You tell me. Should I tell you that when the darkness came and you put on your dancing shoes, I stayed at home alone? Not that loneliness is the problem. What is the problem is the silence. A lack of consistent distractions that conversation and human interaction provide, keeping me safe from the thoughts that linger just below the surface. With the setting of the sun, the blinds around my mind are open, letting the demons out to play I took so long to restrain the previous day. And when I'm being dragged deeper and deeper into the never-ending whirlpools of my inconsistent thoughts by the holes and threads of my ideas, I reach out to those stars, those beacons of hope, only to find that they are too far away. Even so, they would have been no help for their brother Moon would have would have lulled me into dreams of nothingness while inhaling the intoxicating indications of the happies far below me. It would be nice to join them. But in the sky or on the ground, I'm a prisoner with arms locked tight, shaking in the chains of self-doubt and uncertainty. But don't worry about me. I don't need any pity. The wells will dry in the morning, and by then I will be ready to attentively listen to your nightmarish night. Thank you.
0: piece you're going to hear is the first of three poems from our eventual slam winner, Claire Andrews. All
3: right, this is called Ash Number 2. We go to parties, we crash parties, we invent parties, we make parties oxygen. Even if there's not a breath of fresh air left on our ripped basement couches. Poison of liquid, dust, and vapor fills the body until our skin crackles, our insides bleed and swirl, and we begin to disappear. Washed over with cries and holy ghosts and colors we cannot name. The real ache comes when we are truly gone, when the party jeers and rolling eyes and the unbalance of red solo hands have become too much. When it is silent, when things become white and pure, though our heads may be murky, and when we forget what went into our gullible orifices when we have left the party. Why go when all we're trying to do is leave? Is it a mistake? Did we fall into Alice's hole? One way or another, we may never know. Now it's fun, the only entertainment grander than the shiniest show on Broadway, or a girl handing us a daisy, telling us we are kind. It's so we won't be fools later on, childishly innocent, perhaps, but we are children We are children. We are just children. And we can't stop going to the party, or leaving the party. Not the one with strawberry cakes or pointed hats, but dark rooms, long legs, and fidgeting limbs. Where did it come from? Why is it happening? God, tell us why so many leave their parties. We want the night back. Not for the poison, but we want our friends. But we return for more, more. More Until the clock freezes and he leaves, she leaves, we all leave. We've all gone mad. This has become a war zone, not a high school secret requirement. Where is the sense, the shape, our mothers and fathers, our guardian angels? We must stop. We know. It's hard. But look at us. We are falling, crumbling, dying. I feel alone. Why is it normal? Why am I scared? Why am I losing hope? We need to change. Think about where these Friday nights will take us, because before we know it, our eyes will gently close, and we will leave the party, too. Stay, 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 thank you.
0: And now here's a poem from one of our three finalists, Hannah Ashton.
4: This is called Remembrance. I knew a girl with bright eyes and a brighter smile with fire in her soul. I knew a girl who spoke fearlessly and said to everything, who did what she wanted and didn't care what anyone else thought. I knew a girl who chased good vibes like rays of sunlight, and when it was raining, she made her own good times. She did not believe that in a world built on human consequence, there could be a God, but instead, she was far more spiritual, as if the energy that flowed through her would have the power to make some change. And when the sky spilled open sometimes, the clouds shifted to smoke and opiates. She thought all she could do was hope it gets better. I knew a girl who, if she'd had scars, would have worn them like candy-colored bracelets, whose arms bore no needle marks but her mind. I knew a girl who said she had never been in love, or if she had, she was too scared to admit it. I knew a girl who when it came down to it was fearless and deeply in love. With living the life was sometimes unforgiving. I knew a girl, her veins glowed with color like marbled clouds at sunset. Her mind flowed with the bass beat vibrations of the music she loved. I knew her 13 years old, running in the wind as we chased birds along the beach. I knew her 17, leaning back, eyes closed face tilted up to the stars while the last notes of song followed us through the night. Sweet beautiful girl, why did you play with fire? You could tell me all your secrets, but you never admitted to walking that path. We are all living for our dreams, but not all of us made it to 18, and the girl who wore flowers in her beautiful braided hair now wears them on her grave. She left me with some questions, and every time I see the sunset, I think of her. I ask why. I look back to another sunset, another life. One year ago, one sky. I knew a girl forever on my mind.
0: And we're going to end our first podcast with uh, the last of our three finalists. This is a poem from Dee Gordon.
5: Hi, my name is obviously Dee Gordon. Um, This poem is called Life. Let's just pretend it didn't happen, that none of this ever happened. Maybe it'll be easier that way. Maybe it'll be some sort of release from the unbearable tension that we carry around every day. If we forget it happened, then maybe it never really did happen but we all know it did. The worst things in the world of suck happen to those who deserve better. The ones that stay up writing essays at 2 a.m. just to make the deadline so that they can keep their grade up, so that they can get a scholarship and are able to go to college to get a degree so that they can work to support their family. The ones that put others before themselves but then soon forget to take care of them because they seem to have gotten lost in the moment of being a hero. People say that everything happens for a reason, but why was there a reason for it to be done in the first place? Why are the people who disapprove of gays or think that women have no room in the world so obviously made for men unless it's to be used to the man's advantage? We say that people who aren't from around here are outsiders and treat them differently, even though the genetic makeup is the same, even though we share the same material of skin and have the same glossy eyes that have different colors. Why would anyone want to look at the same color for the rest of their lives? It'll get boring and useless, and then the question of why do we live will reoccur again, and somewhere in the world another war will have been started, another fight breaking out in the schools that don't have as much importance because they're run down, even though they hold the future within their walls. The question still stands: whether this pain and confusion and realization will be worth it? Will it be worth it after another kid is bullied to death, after another handful of soldiers are killed in battle that could have been stopped if we just paused and actually listened to what people were saying and weren't clouded by our own judgment? Maybe if we just forget it, ha- forgot it happened, then maybe it really didn't happen. But then we're lying to ourselves again, which lights another match to the fire we're trying to put out. Going though. If you look around, you won't see many people trying to stop it, To trying to stop sexism or racism or even the brutality of the human being. We are cruel, and we do not deserve such beauty or simple pleasures in life when we're always there to destroy it. Thank you. <laughs>
0: And that will wrap up our sixth episode of the Lake Washington High School of Poetry podcast, our sixth altogether. And we will be seeing you in a couple weeks with another set of poems from this particular slam. Uh, before we go, special thanks to Mark staff who recorded this for us and the rest of the Lake Washington High School Theater tech crew who have always been so good to us. And also to all of the poets who participate in this. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, Thank you for inspiring us.